podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the QCast. This is episode 27, Tom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right on. All right, we're back with myself, Christy, and Tom. Oh, hi, it's uh, me. Doc. And then over <laughs> here we got David Hoffman. And yeah, uh, hi. <laughs> you reside in um, Holland? Yeah, I, I live in Amersfoort. It's, uh, it's yeah, like a town in the middle of the Netherlands. Yeah. But of course, nice. of course, there's somebody training so hard parkour in a small village. <laughs> uh, we actually have some of the best spots in the Netherlands and a great community. So a lot of people come uh, live in Amersfoort now specifically for parkour. <laughs> wow. Seriously, yeah. well, that's actually quite yeah. interesting because how I found you was on my personal channel, and uh, you're doing some pretty fly moves. And then we start to got to communicating um, yeah. on other things besides parkour, and uh, sent you over a shirt, and you you, you sported yeah. it. It was pretty dope. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, you're playing uh, you're playing with the toy there. Can you tell the viewers what the uh, what you're doing there? Yeah, so I started playing Kendama for like three years ago. This is uh, uh, originally a Japanese toy. And yeah, you can do all kinds of fancy tricks. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for me, it's. Um, really helping my brain to learn and focus yeah I try to play every day <laughs> wow that, that's so cool um i got one because of tom's <laughs> ah. brother tom's brother yeah. showed me this and i lost my mind and yeah. so he let me borrow it for a while and then i bought two and then uh, I was playing. I was playing around doing calisthenics in this one park, and this uh, little young kid, this boy, came up to me and he says, "What's that?" Like he was blown away, like the first time I seen it too. I'm like, yeah, "Oh, you yeah, do yeah. this? You do that?" And he's like, "Really?" And he, go, he just loved it so much. I'm like, "Yo, kid, just take it, man. It's it's yours. Like, try and be the yeah. best you can with this." And then I went to Hawaii, and every kid has this around their neck hanging from the string, you know, like they have all the moves. Oh. And then they go around and they cut the yeah. string off. They play without yeah. the string on. Is it? What? Yeah, and just juggling. <laughs> yeah. It's the coolest yeah, there's thing. some insanely, insanely skilled uh, Kendama people. Kendama. Yeah. And, you, yeah, it's, it's uh, really been a good experience and also very community-focused uh, activity. Because it's really hard to get going and uh, practice by yourself. So, yeah. Do you know what? I'll get some for our gym when we open up. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Yeah, we also, uh, I know a lot of people setting them in their gyms. And uh, mm -hmm. if, uh, if some uh, free run students of mine are really in a bad mood, I'll just give them, instead of a punishment, I'll let them play the Kendama for like five <laughs> minutes until they calm down. <laughs> That's a good idea. Brilliant. Yeah, and then, then they can uh, just be uh, in their own space for a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It is. It works. Yeah. So, so are that, you... Oh, sorry, go, Tom. I was going to say, was that 
do you like the kendama just because um like it gives you something to focus on was that the, like kind of the whole point of starting it to uh, improve focus make your focus um i already had an affinity for uh, juggling or flow okay. art tried some diabolo before oh, also yeah. my my whole my whole um my, my whole idea about parkour is improving like any basically any bodily skill i can so it's also balancing and you can also like balance things on your hand which is really hard but yeah it, it, it doesn't for me it doesn't have any limitations i just like to work work my uh, senses basically <laughs> yeah the creative mind yeah yeah it's like um sudoku for your your brain your active brain you know what i mean yeah but it's uh, it's really you don't have to think uh in steps you just do it like 500 times and you'll be able to do it even though you had a like a good vision or it doesn't matter you just have to do it a lot of times you can do it afterwards it's like guaranteed you it's a guaranteed you will learn it yeah if you just do it a lot so it's also a really nice mindset to take in free running yeah. right uh, but in kendama it's easier to just throw out like 500 tries <laughs> <laughs> it's way easier you got that right yeah yeah you're not gonna hurt yourself uh, too bad <laughs> no exactly yeah but i guess some young kids can do like 500 flips in a week and they will get really good really fast right it's true no. so do you do you apply that kind of uh, mentality to your training as well for free running and parkour uh uh yeah yeah well uh, what i was talking about is not really focusing towards being able to do a single trick so i try to develop some skills and think of what kind of exercises i can go to and make repetitions which involve that kind of skill like Me. turning a 360 turning a 360 for example i want to get really comfy in doing 360 so i'll do them in any kind of other move i can think of can also throw a ball in the air and spin a 360 and try and catch it again Basically the same exercise as doing a precision 360 or backflip 360 or just have to work those spins. <laughs> nice. I like that approach. Yeah, yeah. And then when did you start training that, parkour? In 2005. Wow. 16 old years school. ago. <laughs> okay, good. I'm yeah. glad you did the math because I got 16 in my head too, and I'm like, is it? That was so quick. That's <laughs> awesome. You're smart, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I started, there were like 10 people in the Netherlands, I guess, uh, doing parkour in uh, uh, like David Bell or Yamakasi type of uh, style, nice. which is 
which is very few tricks and uh, very much focused at being really strong and condition your body to be able to even with bad technique just take any impact or right <laughs> Yamakasi has these really weird sayings like there's only one rule and that's to you have to survive the jump (laughs) (laughs) so that's the only one rule (laughs) yeah you have to survive the jump man (laughs) I think um, Corkboy goes off of those (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, it's old school mentality (laughs) When you first started, did you go to any of those like Yamakaze um, meetups? Um, we had a jam in Netherlands hosted by a friend of mine. Uh, and they invited some French freerunners uh, mm. to teach us some parkour, basically. Those were the first events I went to, and then the warming up was uh, do the warming up with everyone together. Took like oh. two hours, and oh. we were so devastated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were so devastated that uh, yeah, training wasn't even fun anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've, but I've it was really stories. <laughs> yeah, the, it was a Pawa workshop. So Pawa was Parkour Association World, blah blah. I don't know. Oh, really? That's the name of it. Huh. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, check it I out. I still have one of those exercises I do with my students, and we call it the Pawa Killer. And Pawa Killer is basically you sit on your. Uh, wait, I'll show you. Yes, please. Two on the floor. Uh, you sit like healed like this, and you do 100 small jumps. Oh. No way. And then after 100 small jumps, you do 10 big jumps. <laughs> oh, man. You're a sadist. <laughs> so, you, like... uh, well, we, you can also do it with 50 or like 30 jumps. But yeah, even with uh, that one. Original, you should do like 100 small jumps. Yeah. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. It's compression of impact and having that spring loaded as soon as you touch something to tack and keep on going and having your body used to conditioning to do uh, sleight of hand, sleight of foot kind of movement, you know, to keep yeah, on hopping, yeah. hopping, 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 and then do the full extension of the hop. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for showing so, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it works. You should definitely try it. <laughs> you know I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> prepare. <laughs> <They'll> prepare. <laughs> After a few times, it gets better. You know okay, what's, cool. What's I'll message you what... and let you know how it's going. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so you also teach too. Um, is that EVS? Uh, yeah. Uh, and what does that stand moment, for? Uh, it's the name of the owner, basically. Oh. Eric Verlaans. And uh, uh, he doesn't actually free run, but he used to do a lot of judo and some other sports. And he has really good uh, business in just renting uh, small gyms from schools and uh, uh, yeah, just local areas. And then uh, we go into the neighborhood, basically. So in every neighborhood, there's a place where you can find one of our teachers. Uh, wow. 
That's so, awesome. Good for you. Able to be just spread yeah. right out through the whole city. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, you, you, they don't have to go far from their home. Uh, oh, that's like so seven that's, that's wicked. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a, a hard thing with the parkour gym. You kind of need a big space, but then usually each exactly. city kind of has one place and it's hard for people There's to get to. There's not enough people. Yeah. There's not enough students. I, I used to work in a gym too and uh, we <sighs> started. It, it existed for four years, but it was totally uh, all work for nothing, basically, because like... Uh, the rent was already so high <laughs> oh yeah and yeah now we just rent a gym for yeah, a few hours mm-hmm. and then there's a few rounds of students so oh, it's, wow. uh, i would love to teach in a i have taught in a free running gym and it's really nice but yeah, yeah. i mean that's it's, gonna it's, uh, not be tough guy you're probably having to set everything up real yeah, quick yeah. just to, probably a few vault boxes and yeah it's really can. minimal yeah. yeah so yeah i try to focus on uh, practicing some yeah some mindset as well and i expect that the students to go out with their friends and uh, train for themselves as well so most of them, they just uh, come once a week or maybe twice. And then uh, then it's just focus on learning new techniques. And then they have to use the techniques themselves throughout the rest of the week. You will find that some of them do or some of them just do right. it once a week. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So do you have like core things that you treat, you try to teach like right away, like these main parts? For people's takeaway, uh, like <laughs> yeah, um, it's just certain vaults or certain moves that you try I, to teach right I really away. Like, I really like to teach a palm spin, and you can't do that like the first class, but you can pretty quickly start with teaching palm spins, and uh, uh, there's a lot to learn about committing to leaning towards where you want to go mm. and yeah I, I really love seeing that that uh, palm spin click <laughs> yeah that's one of my favorites too to teach someone new because it's a, a cool yeah. little flowy move but it's you know if someone yeah, can pull it scary. off totally yeah. scary yeah. but if someone can pull it off then the, uh, the enthusiasm that comes from them getting the trick, it is, it's just the palm yeah. spoon, but for them, it's everything, right? Because yeah. you and I and Tom know you, you take the palm spin and you try and get this the um, object to go more vertical, 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 and then it's a wall palm spin, right? Yeah, and then you're basically just doing a flip. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, stop touching the wall, right? Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, but I re- I really like things that you can just explain and everyone can like learn uh, themselves basically. Uh, I used to just learn from watching YouTube videos, so mm-hmm. not even yeah. tutorials. Just uh, watch a move twenty times and just try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
totally and do it frame by frame uh, yeah observation yeah scary so, yeah that's what's funny now hey like people you can teach kids you know something that took you years to get and they've learned it all in a in a couple months now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but there's other things that um like the old school will always do have like an edge then because i started doing precision jumps only after like four or five years mm -hmm. before that the technique was just so bad that you just clear the gap yeah right. <laughs> i think <laughs> we all were there. On the other side yeah. yeah yeah but like precisions weren't even a thing yeah so it's just pretty late that some English guys came to do really technical precision. So, but then, yeah, you just focus on different things. So if you don't have to focus on the te technique so much, you just, you can focus on taking like a mental uh, level up, doing um, high jumps or uh, scary things. Yeah. And then it didn't really matter. That's interesting how, uh... How much more refined parkour has gotten over the years yeah. and yeah. some things that eat like even in the old videos like uh jump london jump jump britain that seems so incredible like wow like that's so so big and then now it's like it's so simple now relative to everything else <laughs> yeah, exactly. i mean not everything. There's still those big jumps that are, they'll be big no matter what. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've done uh, in at uh, least this manpower gap. Yeah. A few times. I showed Tom times. that earlier. <laughs> that was awesome. Good for you. Yeah. yeah what kind of, that must have been, oh, wow. That's one of the meccas, right? Yeah, it was uh, a very prized. Uh, experience yeah and i had been there once and then i returned years later prepared because <laughs> the wow. first time i looked at the jump i was like nah -uh. <laughs> no way yeah so is it as is it as big in person as you thought it would be before or did it exceed your expectations uh the distance is really small yeah uh, yeah. Huh. So like si 16 feet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, 16 of my feet, and I can jump almost 11 feet standing. So if I would just jump like as hard as I can, I would almost be over the other building even before I would drop down. Right. No doubt. And, uh, but then it's two and a half story drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot, yeah. So it's wow. really high, and it doesn't feel that high because you can see like some stories into the street, and then you see the other roof, and you're right. like, "Ah, oh, yeah, the the roof is close to me, <laughs> close closer than the street." <laughs> so you know, relative, yeah, tricks your mind. Yeah, totally. It's like. Relatively, it's a small drop, but yeah. Because <laughs> that takeoff point has got to be, what, like six stories up? More? 
yeah, I, I guess it's uh, from the very five, bottom. Five, six, yeah, and then oh. uh, three, three stories landing. Yeah. Wow, you're you're on the roof of the fifth floor, I guess, and yeah, the other side is three stories. Wow, and uh, but now I've also had some students who uh, did it like last summer oh, really that must feel awesome for you you train these students to go to the manpower that's wicked well yeah i'm not really training it but yeah some of yeah, them yeah. will uh... <laughs> yeah that's and cool one of them also and they now they just flip it so i've never flipped <laughs> it but that's so uh, new generation yeah the new generation is like flipping is better because then you have some rotation and you can easily take the impact. Kind of true. While doing it. Yeah. But no. <laughs> wow. Send me a link to those students, please. Sure. Yeah. How is it actually landing on those? Uh, looks like pebbles or like rocks on the on the roof there. Does that actually add some shock absorption? Yeah, it's like uh, like a mat, like the thick uh, mats. Oh, so right on. You you land as if you would land in a a crash mat, but then it's rock. So uh, I uh, had my short pants on, and my shins were all bruised and um, yeah, bloody <laughs> because of all the rocks that came up. No wow. doubt. Oh, that's great. So you also that's have to kind of look away. Yeah. <laughs> Got to put on safety glasses before jumping. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So it has some like a little bit of uh, energy dispersion. Yeah. Yeah. And we just pile it all up together. Yeah. 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 That's really when neat. When you were there, did you go to uh, the other old school spots like around lease? Yeah. Uh, from here, it's like for our drive to Paris. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I went there like four or five times in the summer just for a week or two weeks sometimes. Oh, oh. so did you get to like uh, Dame du Lac? Yeah, I'm yeah. also really good, good on Dame du Lac because I love climbing and bouldering as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the Dame du Lac is also really high. <laughs> is it really? Is that yeah, like 60 feet, really 60 feet, six stories, something like that? Is that right? I don't know, uh, in feet. Because uh, my wife and I were just watching that clip of yours and she couldn't believe like that structure and that you were on top of it at the end of it. Yeah, 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 with a drone shot. Yeah, 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 but the drone didn't really give the girth of like how high you were no. kind of thing. Yeah. It was kind of disappointing, but I was just like, no, like, look how long he's climbing there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's what I was going to say. It's a clip of a minute, and I'm just sprinting yeah. as fast as I can. Wow. Yeah. It's awesome. Sick shit. Yeah, I really love it. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's the grippiest wall I've ever touched. And oh, the yeah. rubber on my shoes was gone, like, in two days training on Dame de Luck. <laughs> Really? Yeah. So I don't know. They they made it uh, very good. Mm, but it's forbidden actually to climb on there because some people uh, died like years ago. I can see it. 
Yeah. They just have it fenced off, eh? Even since the old yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, forever, yeah. Uh, that's why you see those videos of them just uh, taking off those rocks, hopping the fence. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it's really nice, yeah. Yeah. I re- also really like that kind of aspect where you take responsibility for your own moves and your own body, but also for, yeah, for basically you take responsibility for all your own decisions. Right. And in the Netherlands, there's a lot uh, in in public streets that can't be used, or there's always people complaining if you train there. Mm. Yeah, you get that a lot of like liability concerns. Yeah, yeah, that's here, here, here too. Yeah. So uh, that's a really cool aspect that you can just uh, follow your own. Uh, right. Yeah, you can ignore the fears of others, right? <laughs> right, exactly. I like that. Very well said. Yeah. Um, so what are you? Oh, go, go ahead, Tom. I was going to say, what's your community like there? Like, what's the age range? And is there a lot of mostly younger kids, or is there some older people too? Uh, so um, I started a parkour community for the Netherlands page like a year ago and uh, then I just started hosting some jams like every two months and uh, yeah sometimes there were 100 people or 60 people attending the jams just outside damn that's so yeah. awesome so that's pretty pretty big <laughs> yeah yeah it is Good for you and uh, the, the Netherlands is uh, pretty small so if you're if there's something to do, you can get people from every city to join. Right. Yeah, that that also really helps. It's, and there's a lot of like teachers who take uh, go in the car and they they drive themselves and they take like a few students and then join the gym. Cool. Uh, Is everything fairly close so, together there? Like the towns? Like are they yeah, like, quick drive? If you drive from with a car, you drive from east to west, it's three hours drive. Okay, well, border, yeah. border. <laughs> and uh, I think there's 16 million people living in the Netherlands. Ooh. I guess in comparison to Canada, it's totally the opposite. <laughs> That's pretty densely populated, yeah. Yeah. We have about double that population over what like uh 10 times that size <laughs> yeah yeah everyone's well, pretty spread out here <laughs> so but That's yeah really that that makes it also really easy to go by public transport basically true you can get get everywhere within a few hours so if i do a jam uh, people will hop onto the train at seven yeah. o'clock in the morning and then yeah. For a jam, that's commitment. I love that. Yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Also, young kids. Yeah, there's also some young kids that are just like twelve or thirteen years old and traveling to a different city by themselves. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe they'll just tell their parents that they are at a friend's place or <laughs> yeah, sleepover or something, right? 
Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's a safe, pretty really safe like country, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really safe. Yeah. Extremely, yeah, boringly safe. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why parkour is thriving out there then. Uh, yeah, well, thriving, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, the uh, architecture out there, like, is everything fairly compact? Like, I mean, I've seen some clips of various jams and stuff there, and it looks amazing. But is that generally how the whole, all the cities are? Like, tightly, you know, everything's kind of close together? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Yeah, we, yeah, there's a lot of small spots like that, yeah. basically. So, <clears throat> you have good areas, and then uh, what I like is that in a city of like four or five different spots, you can just do an hour at each spot, basically. Oh, and yeah. then you're not a hindrance to the people, or just move quickly. <laughs> yeah, right, right. yeah. Yeah, we do, do the same do here. some jumps and get out. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Yeah. That that's actually a thing. Like, hey, you're exercising um robustly. Not a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In Amersfoort, uh, it's a really old um like middle ages. Uh it was already a city. So we have some city walls that are over 300 years old. Oh, wow. cool. Yeah. And they are yeah, perfect for climbing or so hanging out also. People uh, not like it then when you're when you're on those walls? Oh, I had some discussions. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we have... Uh, you can always just point people towards the law here and then ask them to back off and silently call the police. And uh, they won't do it most of the times. And the police are pretty okay in this country. So wow. we've had situations where people would call the police and the police would just tell them that they'll probably not come for just some free runners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so wow. That's like it. I, I mean, love if you're on oh, yeah, we know, public yeah. property, right? Yeah, true. You're not gonna, you're yeah, not breaking yeah. a law. Yeah. But, well, but the cops' reaction. Uh, it's probably just some yeah, free runners. I love that. It's not like you yeah. know, it's not like a bunch of skateboarders. Yeah, we know about skateboarders. No, it's probably just a bunch uh, of free runners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. And cool. uh, they, you dealt with that. They awesome. know that we don't really care. And we also jumped over the police cars uh, in the past. They just yes. parked it and put off the sirens. And then was like, okay, guys, uh, who of you can do a flip over my car? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, uh, literally. Uh, I want to see that in you... our city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, takes a certain type of chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really neat. You uh, have to take an initiative as well. <laughs> True that, right? I don't uh, easily get sent away. Uh, but yeah, that's what you get after training years and years on the street. And yeah, 
basically all these people complaining are living there like l- less time than I've been training there. So <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, yeah. If you buy a house here, you buy it in a neighborhood full of free runners. Ah, awesome. (laughs) It's uh, free. (laughs) So do you prefer training um, in the gym or outdoors over where you are? Uh, No, yeah, outdoors. Yeah. Is there many gyms over there? Uh, Yeah, there are a few. But they are only used for teaching and um, i used to work in a gym where we just have like every day uh, people would would pay per month like 40 bucks and then they can come every day the whole day wow and yeah like a swimming pool basically <laughs> that's awesome. just yeah. run a free running gym yeah and that, that's that's the concept i really like because then you have like community space but mm-hmm. a lot of free running gyms here are uh, yeah just to teach and have classes and there are some some really cool ones but there's a lot of comp- competition free running also in the netherlands oh, cool which which I am not really a fan of myself, but uh, I think it's for the youth is really good because it can drive them to progress. And... Mm-hmm. Skateboard, yeah. a lot of people are skateboarding now. Yeah, I fucked up my ankle skateboarding. Oh, no. <laughs> Just overuse. I would do free running jams and then do longboarding jams oh. in one go go spot to spot and then after the gym to uh, <laughs> like a long drive home just wreck wreck my ankle uh, in one summer wow yeah. took like two years and uh, yeah now i can only do parkour for one or one time in the week and do free running for one time in the week your ankle just starts bothering you too much after that. Yeah, I just need some days to recover. Yeah, hey. Yeah. Um, I think what do that's you do not... for your recovery? Do you do a stretch or some kind of uh, physio or rehab or calisthenics? Uh, yeah, it ch- changed up uh, over the years a lot, but. Uh, when I had a lot of ankle problems, I worked on mobility a lot, also because I started climbing. Mm. And climbing is actually very, very heavy for your body. Uh, so that required me to be able to yeah, have the mobility in my hip to put my foot like up here. Right. And, oh, man. and for parkour, yeah. A lot of my friends, they only just do big jumps, so you don't even need a lot of mobility or flexibility. Right. Just, uh, but that's new style parkour, it's just like skating, you know, you just hug yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. But then these people that, that hug themselves, when they've put a couple more years into it and uh, they do want a little bit more um, low to the ground kind of monkey movement. It's it's pretty wild yeah. when they come from grand 
big gaps and everything, and they do the small stuff. Oh, yeah. Wow, you're so, you're it's, so uh, good. It's also really, uh, for my personal story, really interesting. Um, uh, because I had this phase where I would just be an adrenaline junkie, basically. <laughs> After yeah. two years of parkour, I, I, I was technically at the top. And then uh, everything had to be bigger and bigger and more dangerous. And uh, it would feel real good when it worked out and would feel real bad if I didn't do a jump. Yeah. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, I I got really depressed, basically, of that mindset and quit parkour for two years. Oh, no way. And then... uh, and then when I restarted, I had to purely do it for fun, you know, recreational uh, training. Ah, yeah, also because uh, I saw your questions about yeah. sports I did before that. Yeah. And I used to play handball. Oh, handball. Uh, now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great yeah. sport. Yeah. I used to play it as a kid and uh, cool. you know, um, yeah. very physical. Yeah. So, um, do, you, do you still play handball to this day? Uh, no. Oh. Uh, I quit when I was 17 or 18. Oh. Uh, because in the youth, I was performing at a national level. And Whoa. then... Uh, Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it was really cool. Hmm. Uh, so I had to kind of make a decision to either go pro or uh, go on with my life, basically. Right. <laughs> and, yeah. and then I uh, started playing at a lower level, and these competitions at a lower level would be just uh, making like a lot of fun and then drinking a lot after the competition. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. And then before I knew I was only partying and not sporting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually yeah. how it goes. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the yeah, parties were also very kind to me and gave me a whole uh, life after that. So cool. I'm also really thankful for those years. Yeah. Do you find that um, if you were to get back into handball now, um, that you would just dominate with all your parkour and uh, all your other skills? Uh, yeah, uh, well, I have tried it a few times after I quit. Yeah. And one of those times I tore a uh, um, uh, bend in my ankle. Because I like uh, I tried to fake out an opponent and uh, juke them from the left to the right, and then I did it like as I yeah. thought I could do, but my ankles couldn't handle it anymore. So yeah, yeah, I I made a move that worked that I still uh, remembered, but couldn't do anymore. Basically, so that's it's really dangerous. You also see it with a lot of uh, gymnasts. Mm-hmm. That quit, and then they, after a few years, they try to do some flips again. And yeah, you think yeah. you can perfectly do it, but <laughs> yeah. Mm. yeah, it takes a lot of it's a lot of conditioning. 
it's not something you can just jump into after not doing it for especially no. a few and years. In, in, in team sports, you have to do all these drills, you know, uh, uh, feet precision drills and uh, just uh, jump over things from left to the right and really fast. And, you know, parkour is really different because now I just do so, a few jumps or maybe I'll do a line and then after that you just chill out. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Right, yeah, yeah there's no one guiding you, telling you that what you have to do, or no, yeah, you can no goals to just, score. <laughs> no, exactly. If you don't want to do it, you don't do it. Or yeah. I'm really easy uh, with um, getting distracted as well, because often you see a challenge, and then it, like it's a, it's a good good character if you have a challenge and you bite into it and you will not stop before you make it. But yeah, that mentality kind of crushed me. Yeah. So now I just get, get distracted really quickly and then it's fine. Like, oh, oh no, this is this scares me. Ah, that's also fun. I'll just do the other thing. And then, <laughs> right. Yeah. And get really creative. Yeah. That you definitely That's why are. I also... You're Thank really you. creative in your flow. I, it's, it's, it's so awesome to watch you. Yeah, I, I, you have to keep it fun also. I have mm -hmm. to keep it fun for myself. So I need new spots with new walls, mm -hmm. with new people, and, and a move I've never done before. And uh, yeah. Uh, and it keeps working. I uh, <laughs> find something new every training. <laughs> I love it. So I find yeah. with the sport too. It's uh, magical. It certainly is, right? All you need is a mind and a body and the willingness to use them both. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, I learned to do parkour at like the age of 18 years old or something. Mm -hmm. But I think as a, as a child or as a kid, uh, it's just natural. Unless someone willingly tries to make you stop having this movement attitude, you will keep it. Oh yeah. That's, that's uh, yeah. If you teach children parkour, they will never forget it. No, no, I, that's, I, I love that. I wish someone had taught me that when I was young too, instead of just playing, you know, that there was like a productive play and it was called parkour yeah. or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, or productive, yeah. It's just uh, playing with curiosity, I guess. And I like that as we get older because um, we, we tend to lose that creativity with our bodies. And it's really nice to get us back into, like, uh, the carefree kid-like attitude, you know, especially with our bodies, let alone with our minds. And I think it just, like, makes us younger as we get older. Yeah. Yeah, and also psychologically, uh, you will. Uh, I will let go when I'm just moving, especially mm. if I'm in a flow. Uh, mm. Because most of the moves I do, uh, I I don't have to try hard for anymore. I can just do them, mm -hmm. and then uh, often with our friends, we just do freestyle basically. So put up some music and then. 
just like breakdancing, you would all gather up at a spot and then one of them just does something off the top, starts moving a little bit and, uh, and uh, without even thinking about what you're going to do. Cool. And uh, that's sort of, I think, that kind of flow. Uh, uh, yeah, you can keep moving for like a minute or something before you snap out back into reality. But yeah, pure flow. And yeah. I really love that. But you can also get into the pure flow if you already have a little bit of skill or not even. You can do it on your first session. Agreed. Yeah. Um, being um, mindful of your time, do you want to break down into our last three questions there, Tom? Yeah, sure. Let's, let's do it. Okay. Um, cool. uh, which one do you want to do for... Okay, let's do uh, top five favorite athletes. Or just ones like not in any order, ones that you follow, that you like really enjoy watching, or someone you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of a friend of mine right now, Jasper, that's his name. And I've uh, been training with him for like two years. Uh, nice. And uh, he is also managing a free running gym right now. Oh, right on. He's uh, doing really well for himself. <laughs> that's awesome. And, uh, yeah. He, he jumps distances. It's crazy. <laughs> so also also really tall so cool. <laughs> there's some some really tall free runners out there, there is. who can jump ridiculous yeah. distances yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah I mean, everyone should check him out yeah, basically uh, and the other like Ah, there's also another Dutch freerunner who I've been a fan of for years. His name is Michel. Mm. And, uh, he uh, also practices all kinds of dancing cool. and the theater. And all his runs are like, um, yeah, flowy in a sort of theatrical way, which is uh, also really special. Hmm. Kind of like stage acting flow. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess so. Yeah, like and a, then a he more does. Thought, put them on. Yeah, yeah. Huh. That's really. Yeah, he, yeah. he does moves. I, uh, for myself, I have this idea that a lot of moves look ugly when I do them like half turns off of a wall or something like this is nothing basically and I, I really envy people who just do all these cut up moves or versions that gotcha. are yeah, yeah. I'm happy oh. you understand <laughs> no I do I totally do yeah like this is a non-move i'm not going to be cool enough doing that or something <laughs> really judgmental <laughs> yeah like all of a sudden um cartwheels started making a big comeback i was like what yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it's just free 
and uh, I yeah, I really like fresh content. So everyone that has its own style, basically, yeah, really love the whole uh, thing where nowadays people do grabs and uh, like grab a leg and then yeah. flip over a wall. Just uh, sort of inline skating um, influence. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some other freedoms. I've always looked up to uh, Daniel Ilobaka, but nice one. He kind of uh, kind of quit the scene a little bit. Yeah, some yeah. people just you know age out of it or you know have other life things coming on or even working on something yeah, something yeah. yeah i also really fell out of the scene but got back into it like a mm. few years later i think it happens it's like rock climbing yeah, or jujitsu usually comes in or something like that oh yeah, yeah. i mean after training yeah. that long for that many years you're gonna have ups and downs and mm -hmm. come in and out of it yeah, it doesn't really matter because like all the uh, all the things I find cool and I enjoy about parkour, I can also do all of the other activities in my life with the same sort of playful mindset. Of course, right, right on. So, yeah, all these skills are transferable, basically. Mm -hmm. yeah, makes it easy. Easy not to be... Uh, Focus too much. <laughs> yeah. Right. Do you have another question? I guess uh, we can go into the your top five training places. Yeah. Your places one. you like to train or places you want to train at. I've been to some uh, places. Yeah, I really like a city in Belgium. It's called Louvain-la-Neuve. Hmm. It's uh, sort of a university uh, city mm. on top of a hill. Yeah. You've probably seen some clips of it. It has a square full of white walls. And uh, um, they also have some... I, I've been there like quite often because if we go to France, we can always go to this spot first. So. That's awesome. So it's like a check. It's a halfway checkpoint something. Mm. And uh, but the architecture there is really cool, and uh, also slept on a roof there, and uh, can just yeah, uh, it's it's always an adventure. <laughs> to be overseas, yeah, <laughs> have some uh, five star rooftops to sleep on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's always good. And then uh, the best spots, yeah. I really want to go to Portugal or uh, Spain, yeah. mm. Lisbon. And, yeah, those uh, are but some yeah, most of spots. yeah, yeah, and also for the communities over there. Right on. I, that's it about uh, spots, I think. I don't really, uh, uh, yeah, I just want new spots basically all the time. That's how <laughs> it I feel. Doesn't even have to be, it doesn't have to be a good spot or anything. 
I just have that parkour vision as well. Uh, I was in um, I was in a, a another province earlier this week, and uh, it's called Kenora. And as you drive through this little town, you you see the slanted wall and the progression that someone can do, or you know, like, or you can tack off of that sign pole and you know do do a cat hang or something. It's just. The vision will always be there, even if you're doing parkour or not, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and there will always be a new spot. Like, um, when I'm waiting for my french fries outside of a place, I uh, have um, a parking spot line and a curb, and I'm practicing my 180s, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. It's a new spot, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're okay. also just working, yeah. Yeah, no, it's just like you're killing time. You're not on your phone, you know. I didn't, bring <laughs> my, I didn't bring my thing here, but um, all right. So we're gonna get to the last uh, question here. Um, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, you really brought a different clarity to some of the aspects of parkour that I've been questioning myself. But uh, now you've answered them, so now I can bring them forward in our community <laughs> here. So that's great. Um, but the last uh, question is, um, what is sage advice? What um, what advice would you give someone either in the community already or coming up into the community or just thinking or well into parkour that um, that you would give them advice? Uh, yeah. Always a million I dollar would question. advise. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a really good question. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I really want everyone to try out for themselves uh, what 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 they think is a good spot or what they think are good people to train with or what they think are good exercises and uh, yeah it. it it's just experiencing all of it basically first without without yeah as a guest maybe mm. i always feel like i'm a guest on a spot and the spot makes me maybe makes me want to do something it turn the roles around you know cool. what does this spot invite you to do mm. huh right what is this spot why is this spot different and what does this area invite me to make on it and uh, that really helps me in being creative i think yeah that's a totally spiritual aspect of it thanks uh david for coming on the podcast i've uh, been really wanting yeah. to talk to you in a long time and here we are yeah yeah we'll yeah, definitely have to uh We'll have to have you on again. This will we could definitely go longer. There's always more to to talk about for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to get into uh one of the sort of uh more mindful uh yeah, in-depth sort of philosophical discussion about uh, a jump or a movement. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll definitely have to do that. That's right up my alley. Will you come back and uh, have more time for that? Yeah, of course. Awesome. Yeah. I really liked it uh, so far. 
We haven't been there yet with a really philosophical way of approaching anything in parkour yet. So that's right uh, up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, really, I really felt like you guys already understood like uh, all the small uh, connections I made. So. Oh, cool. Uh, right on. Yeah. I, yeah. Thanks for yeah, I always skip a few steps, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess there's always some things when talking about parkour where the parkour people will understand. But maybe if there's any yeah. non-parkour people listening, then they might be you can like, tell uh, what <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah what are you rambling on about yeah <laughs> what's a manpower <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess we should maybe have breakdowns of some of this stuff hey after so the manpower is a gap in in france <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic yeah but there's a lot there's so much more to say about um, what you experience in doing that kind of a jump yeah and, uh, hanging in the middle in the air at that moment oh. like, uh, and you're actually everyone that did that jump was at one point in time there in the middle of the air feeling exactly the same way you know right that's uh, also yeah those kind of things are really uh, like powerful <laughs> experience they really are yeah, yeah. Um, yes, please. Okay. Let's do uh, another yeah. podcast and really go deep with that because uh, I know that would really um, put my intrigue on getting to like what what your body, your emotions going through, and you know, I, I, I watched this Red Bull. Um, I have to. I'll show it to you both. But this uh, Red Bull uh, motocross guy goes on this huge jump, and he gets so much air, right? And in the yeah. jumps off of his bike and you're like what's happening oh, yeah. and then he pulls the parachute and you're like oh yeah. and then when he gets down <laughs> on the ground the clip, yeah. and he goes yeah <laughs> and you know that feeling when he goes yeah, yeah. And you're like yeah. that right there when you get a line and you do something or you bang it off one timer and you get that yeah <laughs> That's what parkour is all about. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Dave. Uh, you're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we'll course. take it from there. Um, tell everyone what's your yeah. uh, handle and how they can find you. Oh, uh, yeah. So you can follow me on Insta. And my uh, handle is David Zero, I think. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Zero. Yeah, yeah. And then with two O's. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I also have a different page. Uh, it's called Parkour Culture NL. That's right. From the Netherlands. And uh, yeah, really, uh, most of the times I like to put all my videos over there yeah, to support the culture. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh man, we'll see you again. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for talking to us. Okay. Yeah. Have a good uh, day. I'll be off to my bed soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for staying up late with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, thanks everyone for listening. Okay. Thanks everyone. <laughs> yeah. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks. Bye, Bye everyone. See you. <laughs>